Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories today. We love to read books, be silly, and play. Me and my mommy are here every week to read you great stories that all are unique. Join us at bedtime, or bath time, or breakfast. We promise it's better than a trip to the dentist. Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories. I wish all the mothers out there to have a happy Mother's Day. Aw, very nice. What are you going to do for your mommy today? I'm going to give her lots of hugs and kisses, which would be probably a hundred. A hundred? That sounds great. Happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. We wish you the best day full of love and rest and appreciation for all that we mothers do. Right, Conchetta? Right. Right. I'm starting kissing now and hugging. Oh, give me a hug and kiss. Oh, oh thank you. Never going to let go of you. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> so, guys, enjoy this episode and happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Hey guys, we are starting something very cool on Sleepyhead Stories. We are going to be reading all of the stories of Peter Rabbit, written by Beatrix Potter. There's about 23, 24 different stories. We will be releasing a new one each week. Actually, we might even do some weeks two a week. And we've never read through the whole thing before. So this will be a first for me and Conchetta too. And we're going to do them all in order starting tonight with book number one, which is of course The Tale of Peter Rabbit. And then we're going to do all the other ones. So you'll have to listen in each week to keep up with us. What do you think about that, Toots? I think that's amazing. (laughs) I think it's amazing too. And we've never done it before. Now all our listeners can listen with us. So after this commercial, we will start to read The Tale of Peter Rabbit. Okay? Talk to you guys soon. Bye. All right, guys, here we go. The Tale of Peter Rabbit, book number one by Beatrix Potter. She also did all the illustrations. For the whole Peter Rabbit series. Pretty cool, huh? Here we go. Once upon a time, there were four little rabbits, and their names were Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter. They lived with their mother in a sandbank under the root of a very big fir tree. Just like the bunnies around here, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, my dears, said old Mrs. Rabbit one morning, you may go into the fields or down the lane, but don't go into McGregor's garden. Your father had an accident there. He was put in a pie by Mr. McGregor. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, that's not even funny. Oh, my goodness. 
Now run along and don't get into mischief. I am going out. Well, what do you think's going to happen? He's going to go there. <laughs> then old Mrs. Rabbit took a basket and her umbrella and went through the wood to the baker's. She bought a loaf of brown bread and five currant buns. She went food shopping, basically, like your mommy does. Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail, who were good little bunnies, went down the lane to, gary, to gather blackberries. So they went to go pick some berries, too. They went some, did some food shopping, too. But Peter, who was very naughty, ran straight away to Mr. McGregor's garden and squeezed under the gate. Peter. I told you. Yep. First, he ate some lettuces, then some French beans, and then he ate some radishes. Hmm. He was having a good time, huh? Mm-hmm. Feeling his belly. And then, feeling rather sick, he went to look for some parsley. His belly was so full he wanted to go find parsley to make it feel better. He ate too much. But round the end of the cucumber frame, whom should he meet but Mr. McGregor? Oh, no. Mr. McGregor was on his hands and knees planting out young cabbages, but he jumped up and ran after Peter, waving a rake and calling out, Stop! Thief! Oh, no. Why is he so naughty? They, he couldn't have just made some more. Yeah. Let's see. Peter was most dreadfully frightened. He rushed all over the garden, for he had forgotten the way back to the gate. He lost one of his shoes among the cabbages and the other shoe amongst the potatoes. Oh, my God, he was scrambling all around. But I forgot. Okay. It was just him, I remember. (laughs) After losing them, he ran on four legs, and he went faster. So I think he might have gotten away altogether if he had not unfortunately run into a gooseberry net and got caught by the large buttons on his jacket. It was a blue jacket with brass buttons, quite new. Oh, he got all tangled up. He was just about to get away and he got all tangled up. Peter gave himself up for lost and shed big tears. But his sobs were overheard by some friendly sparrows who flew to him in great excitement and implored him to exert himself. Because exert means? So exert means basically not to give up because he kind of was like giving up that he was stuck in the net. And the birds came over and said, don't, don't give up. Exert yourself means like, get up, come on. Mr. McGregor came up and with a sieve, which he intended to pop upon the top of Peter, but Peter wriggled just in time, leaving his jacket behind him. So Mr. McGregor McGregor had a sieve, which is basically like a a netted bowl, and he was going to catch him. 
but he got away. He wiggled out of his jacket and rushed into the tool shed and jumped into a can. It would have been a beautiful thing to hide in if it had not had so much water in it. Jumped into a watering can. Mr. McGregor was quite sure that Peter was somewhere in the tool shed, perhaps hidden underneath a flower pot. He began to turn them over carefully, looking underneath each. Presently, Peter sneezed. Ka-choo! Mr. McGregor was after him in no time. Oh, Peter, he sneezed. Oh. He couldn't fool again. Mm-mm. And he tried to put his foot upon Peter, who jumped out of a window, upsetting three plants. The window was too small for Mr. McGregor. He tried to run after Peter, but he couldn't. He went back to his work. So he tried to get Peter, but Peter got through a window, and then Mr. McGregor kind of gave up. <sighs> Peter sat down to rest. He was out of breath and trembling with fright. He had not the least idea which way to go. Also, he was very damp with sitting in that can. After a time, he began to wander about, going lippity-lippity, not very fast, and looking all around. So he kind of didn't know what to do. He was safe. He was away from Mr. McGregor, but he didn't know where he was. He was lost. He found a door in a wall, but it was locked, and there was no room for a fat little rabbit to squeeze underneath. An old mouse was running in and out over the stone doorstep, carrying peas and beans to her family in the wood. Peter asked her the way to the gate but she had such a large pea in her mouth that she could not answer. She only shook her head at him. Peter began to cry. Oh. Then he tried to find his way straight across the garden, but he became more and more puzzled. Presently, he came to a pond where Mr. McGregor filled his watering cans. A white cat was staring at some goldfish, she sat very, very still, but now and then the tip of her tail twitched as if it were alive. Peter thought it was best to go away without speaking to her. He had heard about cats from his cousin, Little Benjamin Bunny. Okay, what do you think? I think it said they like to eat bunnies. They might like to eat bunnies, yeah. He went back towards the tool shed. But suddenly, quite close to him, he heard the noise of a hoe. Scratch, scratch, scritch. Peter scuttered underneath the bushes. But presently, as nothing happened, he came out and climbed upon a wheelbarrow and peeped over. The first thing he saw was Mr. McGregor hoeing onions. His back was turned towards Peter and beyond him was the gate. So he heard a noise like scratch, scratch, scratch. And that was Mr. McGregor working in the fields, digging up onions. And when he peeked on the wheelbarrow to see what it was, he saw Mr. McGregor. But then you see over here behind him, there's the gate right there. <gasps> What's going on? Oh, gosh. Okay, Peter, let's see. Peter got down very quietly off the wheelbarrow and started running as fast as he could go. 
along a straight walk behind some black currant bushes. Mr. McGregor caught sight of him at the corner, but Peter did not care. He slipped underneath the gate and was safe at last in the wood outside the garden. See Mr. McGregor there? But he couldn't have opened the door and catched him. No. Why not? He was too far away and Peter was too quick. Mr. McGregor hung up a little jacket and the shoes for a scarecrow to frighten the blackbirds. So Mr. McGregor found Peter's blue jacket and he found his shoes that he left behind and he hung them up on two sticks. A little bit funny. Mm -hmm. Peter never stopped running or looked behind him till he got home to the big fir tree. He was so tired that he flopped down upon the nice soft sand on the floor of the rabbit hole and he shut his eyes. His mother was busy cooking. She wondered what he had done with his clothes. It was the second little jacket and pair of shoes that Peter had lost in a fortnight. He keeps losing his jacket and shoes. She doesn't know what he's doing all day. I am very sorry to say that Peter was not very well during the evening. His mother put him to bed and made some chamomile tea, and she gave him a dose of it to, a dose of it to Peter. One tablespoonful to be taken at bedtime. He didn't feel good after all that craziness. Why? It made him tired, and he's probably his bones ached. But Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail had bread and milk and blackberries for supper. The end. So that was the end of book one of Peter Rabbit. And it shows you how mischievous and curious little Peter is and how his three sisters, Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail, always do what they're told. So then they get their blackberries for supper and Peter just goes to bed with some medicine. <laughs> oh, okay, guys, that means somebody's tired and ready for bed. I hope you enjoyed book one of The Tale of Peter Rabbit. Next episode, we'll be reading book two. Stay tuned. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Hi, guys. Corey here from Sleepyhead Stories, and I have some exciting news to share with you all. We now have our very own website sleepyheadstoriespodcast.com. Hop on there with your parents to see things like pictures, listen to old episodes, purchase cool merchandise, or you can even reach out to us. And speaking of reaching out, we are now going to be giving shout outs to all our favorite listeners. Send us a message either on our website or an email to sleepyheadstories at gmail.com or a direct message on our Instagram or Facebook page, and we'll give you a shout-out in the next episode. If you have a birthday coming up, let us know, and we'll for sure wish you a happy birthday on the podcast. Also, guys, if you feel to do so, please leave us a review on Apple iTunes. You can either leave us a starred review, or if you feel like it, you can write a full review out and let everybody know how much you enjoy Sleepyhead Stories. We would truly appreciate it. Guys, 
Thank you so much. We love what we do. We love reading books and we love sharing them with you all. Have a great day or a great night and we'll talk to you in the next episode.